This episode of Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsored by the Dave Gomez Benefit Compilation, which you've heard me talk about uh, several times at this point. Of course, this could be your very first time listening to Pop Punk and Pizza. But uh, the Dave Gomez Benefit Compilation is a uh, compilation CD and download that consists of some of Chicago's best pop punk and punk rock bands coming together for a good cause for our brother, Dave Gomez, who's been a loyal supporter of the Chicago punk rock scene for several years now. And Dave was recently diagnosed with cancer. And so a bunch of the bands from the Chicago scene got together and said, hey, we want to help Dave pay for his cancer treatment. We want to help out with that because we all know how expensive that is. So uh, they got together and they decided, you know what, we're going to cover some of Dave's favorite songs of all time. And so there's 19 (laughs) tracks total. And it was just finally put out this last Friday, March 19th. And I think one of my favorites so far getting to dive into all of these is probably How Rude, uh, featuring Drew Neely, their version of Goldfinger's Mabel. Sunday, that was yesterday, the girl I knew from 1990. Her eyes are hazel, her name is Mabel. I kissed her once and now I'm able to walk a mile, crack a smile. That's How Rude featuring Drew Neely out of Chicago covering Goldfinger's Mabel for the Dave Gomez Benefit Comp, which is officially out now on Bandcamp. It's uh, all proceeds going towards Dave Gomez and his fight against cancer. So if you want to download the comp or if you want to buy a physical copy of it, there's also T-shirts available as well. Go to Dave Gomez Benefit Comp. .bandcamp.com and besides the clip of the song you just heard there's also Hi Ho covering Heard That Sound by MXPX you also have Till Till Morning excuse me covering The Middle by Jimmy Eat World also Guardrail covering Somewhere on Fullerton by Alistair but I'll go ahead and play Mabel in full for you at the end of this episode I'm going out I gotta go Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques L'Amour. Hello, welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques L'Amour, your host. It is so great to have you here, and I am really excited about today's episode because we are skipping across the pond once again to the, to the United Kingdom, and we're talking to Scotty, Kate, and Joe of Slacker. And they just put out a brand new single called Playing With Fire that we talk about on this episode. 
And we also talk about how they landed some pretty amazing gear sponsorships as well, including Eddie Van Halen and Gresh Guitars. And there's actually more to go along with that as well. It's pretty amazing for a band that's um, only been around for, you know, uh, a short number of years. So we, we dive into those things. We, we talk about our video game habits uh, because Joe the drummer plays video games, but uh, Scotty plays them a little bit and we get into some fun conversations. So let's uh, welcome Scotty, Kate, and Joe of Slacker. Kate, Joe, and Scotty of Slacker. It is so great to meet you guys. Awesome. Thanks very much for having us on the show. Yeah, I should say uh, good evening because I know it's it's nighttime where you guys are right now. So <laughs> yeah, it's nine nine p.m. over here. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's three in the afternoon here. So it uh, <laughs> I don't know for some reason it just never ceases to amaze me how time differences work in the world. Yeah, yeah. So when Eric said about this, he was just like trying to work out how because there's like a two-hour difference between you guys i think isn't there or something uh between eric and i yeah uh it's actually one hour oh, it's just one hour uh, okay. it's just one hour yeah he's he's an hour ahead of me so oh, okay. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, every time i'm setting up interviews with eric i'm like okay so where is this person at in the world what what time zone are they in because i gotta you know i want to make sure i set up the the zoom meeting properly yeah. you know and um yeah it's always <laughs> it's always fun trying to uh figure out the time differences and stuff yeah, so, yeah definitely um but anyway so i was it was just jamming out to uh you know your latest single playing with fire and then from there i i just went through kind of like the rest of your catalog and i was just thoroughly impressed um considering you've only been a band for has it been three years two years uh, yeah, three years. Yeah, three years now. Okay, and uh, I I was reading that you played two hundred and seventy shows in under two years. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, obviously, with twenty twenty with uh, with COVID and everything, we had I like the same as everybody had all of our um, touring uh, schedule completely wiped out. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, from yeah first two years, yeah two hundred. I think around two hundred and seventy five shows. Now I think we worked out. Now, how the hell did you do that? Because all of these shows were like, I'm, I'm assuming they were all in the UK, right? Or in your region of the UK? Yeah, they would, yeah, just over the whole of England, basically. We, we just uh, went up and down the country, uh, Wales as well. Um, yeah, just basically just uh, constantly on the road for um, pretty much touring the first album. And, but yeah, uh, basically since the first uh, single came out, we, uh, we just kind of, we're fortunate enough to be asked to go and play all these places and uh, we just hit the road um and just didn't, didn't stop 
Yeah, I I just I've never it's been a really long time since I've talked to a band that's played that many shows, especially in its inception, <laughs> like and as and in one region. It's not like, oh, yeah, that was all collective with our tour of of Europe. You know, we did a couple times. It's yeah. like, no, that's like just the UK. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> pretty you much. know, I, I failed to um, start off by everyone introducing themselves, so we know what uh, everyone sounds like. I apologize. So, uh, Scotty, you can start with yourself. Hi, I'm Scotty. I play guitar and sing in Slacker. Hi, I'm Kate. I play bass. Uh, and I'm Joe, and I play drums. Awesome, cool. And Joe's got the like official headsets with the microphone. I, I, assume... I just to make sure it all like I don't risk it with my phone, so I'm like I'm gonna make sure it all works. You know, <laughs> are you it's a... a bit embarrassing if it falls apart? You know, <laughs> are you a gamer? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what 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 do you play? Uh, con I console Xbox. Um, and then give me a game, and I would like to think I've played it, but. No, we'll, we'll see. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm just curious because like I I'm so like um, far withdrawn from playing games. Like I haven't played games since I was like a teenager, and that's been a long time ago. So it, it's always fascinating to hear about like new games and how gaming like works online and Twitch and all that stuff. Do you do any of oh, the Twitch? Tell you about that for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah we, we could go down a rabbit hole here, and I don't think that's what this podcast is about, so I won't. <laughs> um, took, we, did, we did another podcast, and he took over because they asked him a question about gaming. And, um, I didn't yeah, that was, over. Three days. Three days we're on the podcast for. I mean, <laughs> there's a niche you could use here, because I'm sure there's like thousands of gamer podcasts right so you could uh you know you could kind of pitch yourself and be like hey i play in this band but i'm also <laughs> this intense gamer have me on your podcast and uh you know then all of a sudden your your uh your streaming spikes are are your uh you're gonna get spikes in your streaming numbers because everyone's listening to slacker while they're playing their video games you know I mean, that would be go. cool. <laughs> but I mean, you find your calling in life, dude. I, mean, I could see that working. I mean, because I feel like Slacker would be a good soundtrack while you're playing video games. I don't know. Am I wrong? I, I'd like to think so. I hope so. Um, <laughs> I feel that like would, there's that enough. Would be cool, but... Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like there's enough energy there. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a lot of energy. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, let's get back to uh, you know, obviously talking about Slacker. I I tend to get off the rails, and I like to know like other things about band members other than just their music as well. And I I feel like the fans do as well. So um, I hope you don't mind talking about other stuff besides Slacker. No, no, not at all. Nice, no, all good fun. Awesome, cool. Um, well, Scotty, let's let's get back to you because when I read um, when uh, we became Facebook friends and I read that you were endorsed by EVH, I'm like, holy cow! Like, how the hell is he endorsed by EVH? He's not even a guy that's signed to a major label. Like, how how did that come about? 
Uh, I, I've got an endorsement with EVH and Charvel Guitars, Jackson and Gretsch. Um, and basically, that, the EVH one all came about. Um, we've just been playing loads and loads of shows, and Kate just sent uh, an email out to them um, just because, uh, you know, looking at sort of, you know, uh, anytime any spare parts or anything like that, and they just kind of were cool enough to say, it's like, well, we can endorse you. Um, and we were like, yes, that, that would be great. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that came about. And because the thing is where we were, you know, we're, um, and you know, hopefully after COVID all clears up, we'll be touring as much again as we were before. Um, they were just, they've been so supportive. They've been really cool about it. And obviously anytime there's a photo of us playing live, there is the EVH head that I use, um, which is the Lunchbox 2 head, um, which, uh, I, I swear by, uh, gets used on records, gets used live. Um, and yeah, recently got the Charvel guitar one as well. Um, so I do some videos on Instagram for that and uh, use that on the uh, new record that we've uh, that we just um, uh, finished recording back in December. So yeah, that's kind of how it came about. Just like a couple of emails back and forth. And wow. so just saw how much we were touring. And mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, that's cool. And I was just like, this is amazing because they're obviously um, well, very reputable company. Um, their gear sounds amazing. And uh, yeah, just absolutely honor to, to be a part of that. So, 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 uh, Kate was the one that did all the legwork on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not calling you out or anything like that. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to ask Kate, like, how did you go about sending these emails? What was your form? What was your approach? I mean, I guess it was mainly just sending across our gig schedules and saying like this is what we've got coming up this is what we've done so far um obviously linking scotty's instagram as well where he posts his guitar videos and stuff like that and i guess we were just found by the right person who thought you know who really liked our stuff and liked what was going on so Mm-hmm. Now, did uh, are these endorsements just for Scotty, or do you are you do you have an endorsement as well, or Joe? With because obviously, like Gresh, Gresh makes drums too, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think we can get stuff under. The, I'm not sure if it is. is it just Gresh guitars. I can't remember. I think it's guitars. Yeah. Okay. 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 It's just just me, then. I'm just the lucky one. <laughs> you just all the Scotty. They're like just yeah, the front just, man. Like, oh no, this that sounds terrible, doesn't it? It's always always goes that way. <laughs> well, like, maybe lead, lead singer syndrome is kicks in. I want everything. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you know. So sorry. Uh, maybe so someone sorry. will hear this interview and they'll just like load up you know kate with a bunch of stuff you know <laughs> they're like oh here's a you know here's a fender and uh here's a fender endorsement and you know all that uh all that fun stuff or, or what would be your uh if uh, so so since you kind of went about chasing all of these kate what what were some of the other ones that you uh went after or what were some that were for you like personally for gear what would be your dream for an endorsement uh dream for endorsement would probably be fender okay <laughs> yeah i mean how, how could you go wrong with fender right <laughs> yeah it's definitely. it's such a staple um and uh because what you're playing the fender right now right yeah i've got one of the fender squires okay cool my first my first bass was a squire 
And uh, it's honestly, it's impressive. A lot of people, you know, like to talk shit, but you know, <laughs> honestly, um, they're they're better than people realize. Squires are. The one that Kate's got was literally the best find ever. Like we've taken it, like when we took it into the studio, um, our producer Pash is still just like he goes, "I can't believe this is a squire. This thing just sounds." so so good it was just like you know you just get like um guitars or basses or a bit of musical like equipment and it, you just find that like gem yes yes and exactly. it, it literally, it's, it's literally like that with that it's kind of like people go squire it's like what that sounds as good as if not better than you know a fender or something it's kind of like let's not break that ever let's keep this <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it in pristine condition um oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, but but uh, speaking of Kate, your your uh, when I was watching the playing with fire music video, you're playing through a Marshall cab, and is that actually your rig? Do you uh, actually no. play through a Marshall amp or a Marshall uh, cab? That's a, that's a dummy cab. That's one of my old cabs. <laughs> okay, I was just—I thought it was so weird because I've never seen a bass player play through a Marshall cab, and I'm like, I'm like, is this a new trend? Like, because th- that know, we happens. Could try it. We, could, we could try plugging through it, see what happens. I mean, I mean, we had to do that video because we were like, we were still in lockdown here when we were filming it. Yeah. So it was like another case of whatever gear we could get because everywhere shut, like where we have mm-hmm. the rest of our gear locked. Uh, it's all locked down, so we're just like, well, we'll just throw together whatever we can and make this work somehow. <laughs> I figured there was a story there somewhere, but like I said, I know there's there there could be new trends that I'm just not aware of, and maybe bass players are starting to play with Marshall cabinets. I mean, you know, <laughs> crazier things have happened. You did plug in through a, a guitar cab once, okay, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we've we all were, done it. Uh, we were in. We were playing on is on this run of shows on the tour. We were playing in. Uh, was it was it Luton? So it's like near London. I think this is where it was. Nice, great though. Uh, yeah, but nobody noticed. This was the thing. Like uh, they were like, well, we, we can supply cabinets and stuff. And Kay, I can't remember who it was that loaned the cab. Um, I've gone up with my gear, but mine on Joe's getting ready. And Kay just plugs in. I think that was, I don't even know if there was a bass cabinet next to it, whatever was left on stage. It was just an orange cab. And so Kate just plugged just straight into the back of it. And we played this set. And after she's like, oh my God, I think I just played through a guitar cab. And everyone was kind of coming up going, that sounded amazing. That was absolutely amazing. They <laughs> were just like, shit, I think we're, like, I hope that thing hasn't blown up. <laughs> right. That's the thing. I mean, that can happen. I remember, uh, I remember doing that with my bass uh, when I was young, plugging into a guitar amp and seeing what it would sound like, you know? And yeah, um, yeah it's a totally different vibe. I feel like that's more of like, you're playing like industrial type of music or something <laughs> just obviously not pop punk, something just straight up weird, you know? Well, I mean, Kate, Kate asked the guy, he's like, is, is this the bass cab? And he just said, yes. And she was like, oh, a bit strange, but okay. If he says it's the bass cab, uh, we haven't got time for this. We're doing a quick changeover and getting ready. Right. But, uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if, if uh, they're providing, you know, the gear and maybe you didn't bring your gear for that particular show or something, you know, it's like, well, 
you got no choice, right? You didn't bring <laughs> you didn't bring your base amp, so you're gonna use what whatever they supplied. So yeah, yeah, what, yeah well, nothing nothing broken. They thought it sounded amazing, so you know, yeah. it's a win-win. <laughs> so so since we're on that topic, let's talk about um, what's the what's the like uh, crappiest situation you can think of when it comes to uh, a venue providing backline. Have you ever, I'm sure you've come across <laughs> some, usually <laughs> Joe, Joe, the drummer is laughing because usually it's the drums. Usually the drums, if a venue is providing drums as backline, they're usually in the worst shape, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know exactly yeah. what show it is that you're going to say. Uh, oh, dude. Uh, so it was at a venue in London. Um, and it was it was one with lots of lots of bands on so they were like we'll just have this kit up here and everybody can use it and like i don't know how many people played before us but we were going on and setting up and everything we said we said we don't want we can bring our kit in. we were like we'll bring yeah, our exactly. kit like to change it half because we could see this thing was like joe was just like scotty this thing's getting battered and i was just like yeah it looks, it looks like it's, it's not not looking good for the kit though <laughs> It held up for everybody else, but then for me, it decided to commit suicide. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, my ride symbol that I use sort of as a crash down here flopped. The symbol flew off that way somewhere. Um, I think the floor tom fell down as well at one point. It was just. I, I mean, for me, it was probably one of my worst gigs. I was just like, oh, my God, everything that could go wrong is now going wrong. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't great. It's so different for, I mean, obviously, it's it's different for anyone who's using equipment they've never used before or they're sharing gear with someone. But for drums, it's like a completely different ball game because it's not a matter of just what it sounds like tone. Like, that doesn't affect your playing most times, right? I mean the tone of your guitar sh shouldn't affect the way you play. I mean, I guess it could, but more or less, like if you're playing a kit and it's just all shaped differently and yeah, it's constantly <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> I just imagine Joe behind this kit right now and the, the, the things are just falling over. Like every time he hits something, he's got to put it back up and you know, it's just, just, just one yeah, big, well, we provide kit now every time we play anywhere now you're just we'll like just like take it up with our manager all right call <laughs> eric he'll straighten you out <laughs> yeah <absolutely. laughs> oh goodness um so, so uh let's let's dive let's dive into um uh playing with fire uh we we kind of touched on you know the the making of the video just a tad uh more more or less about that martial guitar cab um but let's dive into what this song is about and and how it was crafted uh the song yes basically um so the the, the shorthand version of it is the it's about um it was written like during sort of the first lockdown uh, i think it started before we i remember being on we were on tour and me and joe were just sat in our hotel room and 
I was just jamming on the guitar and Joe just started tapping along and was like, oh, we kind of had the making of the riff sort of thing. And you're like, oh, well, when we get back off the road, we'll start making something out of this. Um, and shortly after that, lockdown happened. So I kind of ended up, all the ideas that we kind of done like that just ended up kind of being me working on them in the first lockdown we had over here. Um, kind of on my own for a bit until we could get into, uh, like together into, uh, into a room again a few months later. Um, but like lyrically, the song um, is basically about um because like people that i i knew they'd had sort of like friendships and relationships and everything kind of broken down over like the whole of the lockdown the uh, coronavirus and pandemic and everything um and there was a few instances where it was kind of uh the case of there being like a third party involved if it had been like a relationship or a he said she said moment or somebody had been up to something that they really shouldn't have um so the, the whole sort of like you know uh lyric lyrical concept for it. it's kind of like appreciate what you have because you know things can fall apart when you're playing with fire um and that's basically the ethos of the song so it's kind of like a little bit of a sort of like cautionary tale if you will um without sort of making it sound too pretentious it's just kind of like you really should appreciate what you've got because when it's all gone and it is your own fault uh if it is your own fault or whoever you know it's uh, you know you, you know just uh <laughs> err on the side of caution and appreciate what you've got yeah. So you're kind of referring to how fire is both a, a, a tool, like a blessing, but it's also a curse. Like it's also a fire is good, but it's also bad or it can turn bad. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I like that analogy a lot. And that's so true. <laughs> it's so yeah, true, man. I mean, I, it's, it's one of those, I don't think it's a topic that I would have really like approached um if the whole you know um covid situation worldwide hadn't happened and you just you know as they're hearing things and seeing things and like it was just so strange that like friendships and relationships and you know the various you know businesses everything was just kind of crumbling and falling apart and so many people that i knew were kind of saying if i hadn't done this this would have been all right or this is how and you know it's kind of like man you just you know you, you don't like uh you know, appreciate what you've got until it's gone and it's even worse if it's all disappeared by your own hand mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of so you know it's, it's upbeat and happy as it sort of sounds like the, there's like a kind of message behind it it's just like hold on to what you got because you know when it's gone it's uh it's gone okay and i i yeah i could i could see it go in different ways and i'm sure fans so far have taken it either way um, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear, I mean, I'm Scotty, I'm assuming you're the main lyricist in the band, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But what, what I want to hear what like Joe's take on it is and, and Kate's take on it as well. I'd love to hear when you guys think of playing with fire, what comes to mind in particular for you? Um, and, and Joe, you can go first. Oh God. Um, <laughs> honestly, not gonna lie, I just listen to the chords and the bass line and stuff. <laughs> Typical I've never drummer. Been one... Exactly. I've never been one for lyrics. Um, I am wounded. Can... I am wounded. <laughs> <laughs> I crafted these nice for hours. For you, I wrote this, you see? <laughs> the truth comes out. Oh. Man. Yeah, so 
for me, it's probably just the the chorus, the woes, is the only bit that comes to mind in regards to the lyrics, because um, they're the only bits I know, because I, <laughs> I help sing them sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe don't ask me about lyrics next time, because <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily mean lyrics. It can just mean, I guess so, yeah. yeah, what, like, you know, when, when you're, when you were recording that song or when you were, when you guys were writing it together, like what was, what was coming to your mind or what, what do you think of when you think of playing with fire? Um, I remember at the time we had just listened to, oh, I don't, I don't remember it, but it had the four to the floor um, that it has in the chorus. Like another song we listened to had that kind of thing. Um, Scotty might know it if he can remember. I don't know. Um, I can't remember at all. <laughs> yeah. But basically we're like, oh, this is a really cool thing that they do. Because mm-hmm. it sort of just keep it, it drives the drives the groove and everything. Um, it's like some Motown that, thing. I'm sure it was no, a it wasn't. Mo- no, it wasn't a Motown. It was a. It was a pop punk song. No, it wasn't Motown. For, Jesus. You, you said that <laughs> one of the lyrics was four to the floor. Oh, not not lyrics. Sorry, um, is in the bass pattern. Um, oh, if okay. You, the bass drum pattern. Um, it, we saw. I took inspiration from another song. Basically, is what I'm okay. trying to say. In okay. A really confusing manner. No, it's um, okay. So that that sort of it re- um, comes to mind a lot because it's that kind of. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of. I I know I've definitely heard there. There's there's a a, a handful of songs or more with that same driving mm-hmm. beat, and I'm trying to think of. I'm my mind is blank right now. Trying to think yeah. of them too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. That's awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the song. That chorus just it just kills. It's so good. Um, oh, thank you. What What's great about it is that you can you can hold on to that song just by hearing it that one time because of those those woes in there um you don't even have to be, because you already know the lyric it's right there it's whoa you know obviously you're singing other things in there but as as a especially when it comes to live shows and someone seeing you for the first time and you actually get to play that song live um that audience I feel like will just be already hooked in and they can, they can sing along right there with you. That's like, Even, that's kind of like the hope of it. Cause uh, like we've seen it quite, you know, a lot of our shows. Um, I mean, I, I, obviously as we toured more and more people who were coming to the shows, knew the songs more, but kind of people were singing along, like in the early days, obviously it got more now. So it's just like, I just kind of wanted to write something that, we could all, everyone could just sing along to Like everyone could kind of like participate and like be a part of the show and just have that kind of thing. And uh, so, yeah, it was just like a hook. That, it started off as a guitar hook. And then I was just like, that would be great to kind of have, you know, uh, when we're allowed to obviously play live again and, uh, and you know, crowds are allowed to be a thing. Um, hopefully they'll sing it back. I hope you're enjoying my conversation with Scotty, Kate, and Joe of Slacker so far here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Just want to remind you that today's sponsor is the Dave Gomez Benefit Comp, which officially has been released on Bandcamp. You can go to Dave Gomez Benefit Comp. 
www.bandcamp.com and download it today. And you can also buy physical copies as well. Now, who's Dave Gomez? Well, Dave Gomez is a Chicago pop punk scene veteran who's been a big supporter of this scene for several years now. Uh, He's been in several different pop punk bands himself. His uh, current project is called Summer Curse. But besides that... He has been, like I said, a big supporter of the the scene as a whole. I always see Dave out at local shows. He has always been there for the scene. And so now it's time for us to be there for him as he battles cancer. It's so hard to be able to afford cancer treatment. It's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. So a bunch of bands from the Chicago land pop punk scene and actually in uh, Northwest Indiana as well getting in on this. Uh, They all came together, decided to put out this compilation covering some of Dave's favorite songs. Uh, Even Tim Rogner from Alistair is involved with this. He uh, is actually playing an Alistair song, Go Figure, race cars for this. You have Till Morning covering The Middle by Jimmy World. And the song you'll hear in full at the end of this episode is How Rude featuring Drew Neely playing Mabel by Goldfinger. So if you're interested in this compilation, go to Dave Gomez Benefit Comp dot bandcamp.com download it or buy a physical copy today all proceeds go to dave gomez and uh his fight against cancer so thank you in advance for checking out this wonderful benefit comp even if you're not in the chicago scene there are some amazing covers on this compilation in fact i think all of them are amazing so dave gomez benefit comp dot bandcamp.com let's get back to scotty kate and Joe of Slacker. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Especially whenever that point is, because this song will have been out for, you know, a certain length of time. Five so. years. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I hope it's not that long. Oh, man. Um, so, Kate, how about for you? When you think of playing with fire, what do you think of? Well, actually, I think I was probably going to draw on like similar ideas. I usually end up thinking about how like a song is going to connect to an audience that connects to people listening, I think. And I think with a song like that, you can draw different things from it and you can sort of take, it can apply to a lot of different situations. So yeah, hopefully it's, that's come across. What's a, it, I mean, this might be, if this is too personal, I completely understand. But when you, what what situations in particular come to mind when you think of it then um yeah i similar things to scotty i guess like friendships and relationships for sure Mm -hmm. and just any situation where you think you're doing something that's gonna backfire yeah right and and then it just explodes (laughs) and then there's a fire you know just (laughs) playing with fire there there it is there's the fire (laughs) there it is all summed up into one sentence (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so I know that playing with fire is is um, is going to be on on the next record, the second album that you're working on. And I know there's there I, there's not a release date set for that, right? At this point, I know that's we're we're kind of far out from that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, we we finished recording the album back in December. Um, so I think the potential release date, uh, that was thrown around was kind of maybe September, October time. 
for uh for, for the album so there be a few singles um before that okay uh, but I, I think i think so you know late summer i guess so probably like september late summer i'm, I'm thinking is probably what um well, what we've been told is what we've been looking at. <laughs> right <laughs> so compared to your first album which is uh time it waits for no one great title by the way i really like that um how, how does how does the first album compare to this this new album that we're going to be hearing later this year? Um, well, in, in terms of like the songs or uh, the process, or as yeah, all of it, any of it that you want to share, and and everyone can kind of individually touch on on that too, if you wish. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'd say the main difference uh, between sort of, I suppose the right writing and recording process, the, the first album was kind of done while we were, when we kind of trialed all of the songs that went on the first album out on the road. So we got to play all of them and see which songs were going down the best, which ones we might or might not put on the record. Um, and we literally spent two weeks recording the first album in between like a tour going on to the next one. Um, so, so we kind of like, I, I guess that was written more, um, sort of on the road and a lot of it was the first time a lot of it was was me writing uh, pretty much like everything saying this is how it's all going to go because I, I did the drums on the first record because joe uh joined us um after the first record was already out oh wow um i didn't realize that so yeah the, yeah it was, so me me and kate like the first record and stuff so a lot of it was was um me coming up with like the, the whole of the song being like right this is how it's going to be um and yeah, we, we did it in two weeks and, um, yeah, I, I still, I mean, that record really gave us the opportunity to do loads of stuff. Like, um, we headlined, uh, the Isle of Wight festival, which is one of the big major festivals over here. We headlined one of the stages, um, we got played on BBC, um, toured relentlessly off the back of that record. Um, so it was, the whole thing was quite a hectic kind of process, the first one. Um, I'd say the first record, like a lot of the songs are quite sort of, uh, the topics I kind of like deal with, uh, like quite universal. So it's like kind of like situations and stuff like that and sort of observational sort of stuff. Um, but so they could get, you know, uh, I suppose it's quite angry the first album, I think, really. I think there's, there's a lot of sort of uh, more like uh, pissed off angst and stuff in there for, uh, for certain things. And I'm sure um, all of that came from kate because i see her as a very angry angsty person oh yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> she, it's just like spewing under the surface. from her yeah <laughs> bubbling under the surface at all times uh the second record um was probably go would have been written in like uh we had songs for it i think it would have been written in a similar kind of fashion apart from uh covid happened lockdown happened so we'd already started working like i brought a bunch of songs into the guys and I said, you know, it's, we've, we've toured this record for like 18 months now. Um, I think it's time to like do, you know, start writing towards the next one and get some stuff done, get some stuff written. And um, yeah, I think it would have been done in the same fashion, but obviously with lockdown and everything, I basically went back to writing everything kind of on my own and sending ideas across the guys kind of like, I think this is the completed song. Um, and so that, that was from like, what March until was it June? I think it was June. It was some mid to late June. We managed to get back into a rehearsal studio. Um, 
and then we kind of formed the songs from there um basically like sort of you know chopping bits and changing stuff around and it was kind of like much more of a um so like half collaborative half me on my own again and then kind of like coming back in and then we're all working on it together was like the was kind of the difference between the first and the second record i I think the songs on the second record i i think that the thought for all of that for like the, the, the sort of trials and tribulations of trying to get the record written i think the songs have turned out um I think they're better, but I think you always like the newer stuff that you write anyway. Um, but I, I just, I think there's, um, I, I think they're catchy. Like everything that was good about the first album, I think we've just like ramped it up for this. I'd like to think we've kind of ramped it up for the second album. You know, taking all the, uh, like the parts that we were just like, yeah, this is, this is why this song's really good. How do we build on that to, to then, you know, uh, make the second record? Yeah. Would, would be my, long-winded take on both of those <laughs> no i mean that's what i hear just from you know from listening to the the first singles from the first album then coming in and listening to like playing with fire it's got more of a big uh more thought out sound to it you know and the, and the, the songwriting itself too it's just got more going on it's it's uh if you will beefier i guess is uh what you could say <laughs> If that makes that was, sense. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was what we're aiming for. Like there's a, the two other singles that were released in between the first album. So Reflections and The Current, they're both off of, they're going to be on the second album as well. Um, the ones that are up are the single versions that we started recording back in like November of 2019. So we ended up remixing and kind of redoing them and re-recording bits for the album. So there's like slightly different versions going on to the uh the album but it was kind of like i, I guess we i i can't speak for the other two but i, I we've kind of roughly discussed it but it was like those songs are kind of like the transition into what the sort of rest of this record would be it kind of like was the precursor like reflections was like still us doing like a very fast kind of stuff um the current was like bigger riffs and kind of bouncier kind of vibe and then it's kind of it, playing with fire you've kind of got sort of the three elements like yeah all well yeah, pretty much the three elements-ish to what the next record will be. There's a few surprises, I think. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> um, uh, we're looking, we can't wait for everyone to hear it as well. So it's like, we're just so stoked to have playing Fire out at the minute. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Especially, I mean, with um, with COVID kind of locking everyone up for so long, it'll be uh, it'll be nice to just be able to put some, some new music, uh, at least put out a new album. You know, yeah, in the meantime, why you can't play shows. Um, so let's let's talk um like what I we kind of touched on this earlier with with uh Joe and his gaming. Uh, you know, wh- what's everyone's hobbies? What what do you do outside of music? So we know Joe plays video games. <laughs> He's a gamer. But how about how about Kate and how about Scotty? What what do you guys do especially with not being able to tour and and you guys were a pretty tour heavy band before COVID? Um, after you came, after you. <laughs> <laughs> putting Kate first. <laughs> Poor Kate. I'm honestly trying to think because I'm really <laughs> to say like I honestly just play music in my free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay do do you play in any other bands or do you write stuff just for yourself or 
Um, so I started on guitar before I moved and started playing bass. So okay. I say in between, but no, it, I'm not in any other bands or anything. Oh, okay. But um, like, do you write? So you don't like write songs just for yourself outside of the band, or? Um, I guess a little bit, but it's nothing like. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's literally just making noise or making things up. Okay, so <laughs> so. <laughs> and and I can completely understand because that's there's I get asked that question sometimes about hobbies and I'm like all I do is work I don't know <laughs> like that is my hobby um, but uh, so so with that being said let's let's get into um, like yesterday was uh, uh, International Women Day um, and uh, like who were some of the the the, the female musicians that inspired you or still inspire you um i guess like the obvious ones say like hayley williams and artists like that in i guess the same genre particularly when i was a lot a lot younger and still listening to like the same music i do now Mm -hmm. um yeah there are loads of bands who are like just all girl bands that are really doing well like Haim, I think they're called. So Haim or Haim, I'm not completely sure, but they're great. Yeah. Yeah, Haim is, isn't that two sisters or something like that? Three, yeah. Or three. I think they're all related. I think they're Swedish, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've talked to anyone about Haim. (laughs) Yeah, um, I a new album like over lockdown and stuff like that. But yeah, they're doing super well. Um, so yeah, it's... oh, hmm. Google says they're actually American. I thought they were from Sweden. I must have been thinking. <laughs> I must have been thinking of somebody else. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah, uh, you were right. Um, three sisters: uh, Danielle, Alana, and S. Esty? I don't know. E S T E. I've never seen that name in my life. How do you pronounce that? Do you know? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure Thank either. You. you might have been right with Est. Est. It must be Est. That's, that's all that I can think of that makes sense. But um, yeah, I remember when I first started working in radio, they had a couple radio hits at that time but they really haven't had one i feel like since that would have been like 2014 um at least for like the format of of radio uh station that i'm on but um i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to to listen uh listen to them and and see because it looks like it looks like they're maybe performing at the grammys if I'm looking right on Google, but that's uh, that's cool, yeah. But anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so let's uh, let's get on to uh, Scotty then. What are what are your hobbies? I uh, you... can, honestly, I had like no hobbies before lockdown. I just played music all the time, played guitar, um, and uh, I, I, I've got an Xbox that I basically rarely ever like. When Joe came into the band like a year and a half ago, uh, I was just like, yeah I, yeah, I play games. And I didn't realize that he played games and I just sort of <laughs> fuck about on games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Joe, Joe plays games like it's a sport. I play games like it's just kind of like, oh, well, I'm rubbish. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, basically like over lockdown, um, I started skating again. Um, nice. Uh, just uh, I'm rubbish. I was always rubbish. Like, um, and um, kind of like health and fitness. Like I got way more into that over lockdown. So it's like I do um, like a lot of cardio stuff and a bit of boxing. Um, and yeah, just, just kind of that really um, aside from music, I guess those would be kind of like the, the main hobbies. Uh, yeah, I spend so much time literally playing guitar, singing, writing songs. Um, but yeah, like trying to trying to stay like fit mm. and healthy and stuff. It's kind of become like a hobby. Like I kind of feel like I have to do it every day. Like we got back from rehearsal, and I was like, okay, we got three hours before uh, before the uh, before the podcast. So I was like, right, I'll play some more guitar, and then I'll go and do some exercise, and um, and then I'll be ready just on time. So nonstop, yeah, I guess, man. Yeah, I guess I guess they, you know, the, but yeah, the skating we, we've kind of we, we've included in a little bit in uh, a new video for an upcoming Ooh. single. So I kind of got back into it by accident, and like Joe and Kate got skateboards, and I was just like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give this a go. See if I can do a bad ollie. <laughs> so so and, uh, did, so did you so you so we see you in the video doing an ollie. Hell no. <laughs> oh man, did you so are we gonna see you fall on your ass then? Is that what's gonna happen? I, I think that got left out. That got a bit like no, I think there is like I almost fall over, yeah, for sure. So that, that's kind of cool. <laughs> the, Joe or, or Kate, do you guys skate at all? I tried it for the video. Um I can't say I took to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. If at least for me. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well now I'm excited to see this video whenever that drops. <laughs> Some skating. Yeah. I mean it's a very small amount of skating in there. Well we had fun. We, the thing is we had a lot of fun with it. It was kind of uh, it was a, a good wholesome day out, eh gang? <laughs> One of those uh, band bonding moments, right? <laughs> when I could challenge, like, can you, Ollie? Can you, like, come on, one of us has got to be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Oh, goodness. So, what have you guys been listening to as far as music lately? And it can be new or it can just be something that is just new to you, but maybe it's been out for 10 or 20 or 30 or however many years. Uh, Scotty, you can go uh, first. I, I checked out the new A Day to Remember album. Yeah, I've I've been <laughs> I saw one of my uh one of my Facebook Such mixed friends. Review. Yeah, one of my Facebook friends posted today, man, a day to remember is getting nickel backed so hard right now. <laughs> and I'm like, that's I would say that's pretty accurate. They're <laughs> they're yeah. they're getting yeah, like kind of getting chewed out a little bit, you know. So what what were your thoughts on it? I did, I did like. I think it was as bad as people like. I thought it was going to be something horrendous, mm -hmm. like uh, just like the way that people were writing about it. Um, it was the same as like Neck Deep. They brought out a new album like last year, didn't they? And like I'd never really one of those bands I just never really got into, so I never really listened to any of their stuff. But because people had said so many bad things about it, I was like, "Well, I'm going to listen to this album," <laughs> and I thought it was cool. Like I was like, "This like I don't see what's wrong with this. this is some good songs on this album." And like the day to remember one as well, I was just kind of like, this is not like a massive you know car crash like everyone's making this out to be. Um, I mean, what did what did you think of it? 
I still haven't listened to it, to be honest with you, which is probably <laughs> I, pretty I'd bad. With, but like, I, I'd go in with an open mind on it. I, I didn't think it was like I, the way people were describing it. It was almost as if they'd like, I don't know, made like a polka album or something, you know, like. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like they've just gone off, like gone off the deep end. And now they're just like writing, uh, I don't know, like symphonic orchestras and jazz incorporations that just weren't you know, pop punk enough or something, but I, it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah. The, the, uh, I guess the term to use that people like to say is gatekeepers, right? Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> you maybe. know, the people that are always, uh, dissing on, well, it doesn't sound like, you know, this or that or whatever, but, um, yeah, I still need to listen to it. I'm, I'm not like the biggest, a day to remember fan. Um, hmm. I don't have anything against the band or anything like that. I was just never like one of my my main influences. I think they're a great band. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it's just the same. It's the same with me. Like I, I, I wouldn't have said they were like one of my great influences. The, the same as you just said, but um, like if something new comes out, I'm kind of interested to to hear what's going on with it. Uh, apart from that, I've been listening to stuff like um, Tiny Moving Parts, Knuckle Park. Uh, yeah, a lot of the sort of usual same stuff that I kind of. Um, uh, usually, always kind of like just go back to. Um, oh yeah, some. Uh, oh, what was I listening to today? Oh, title fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Our early early title fight stuff. Um, okay. Like me and Joe have like a bit of a thing for the earlier title fight stuff. I haven't heard anyone say title fight in a while, so. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> <laughs> Just us driving around the country listening to like symmetry on repeat. <laughs> so how about you, Joe? What have you been listening to lately as far as music goes? Uh, nothing incredibly specific, really. Because um, I, I just listen to random things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was a sea shanty phase. I'd like to say I was in it before it was cool, but you know, that's just me. Uh, but no, seriously, just anything that pleases my ears. I know that sounds really weird, but like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just put, I'll just put a Spotify and shuffle. And if I like it, I'll add it to my like songs. So mm-hmm. if you got my like songs, it's so random, so random. Like, like I said, you got sea shanties and then it, it jumps to Japanese math rock down oh, into yeah. what the hell uh, like that's <laughs> uh, i mean it just jumps it just jumps and anywhere and everywhere so yeah but basement basement are a good one to listen to if you're okay. in the mood for some stuff okay <laughs> all right cool cool how about you kate um you know i went back to listening to bring me the horizon recently oh it was any of me, I don't think I listened to them for like a few years. Um, are we talking about the deathcore stuff? Sorry, <laughs> are we talking like deathcore, like old Ruby the Horizon? No, like I checked out their newer stuff. Which oh, I, I thought like, you got really angry. I thought this was the anger coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the anger, this is where it all comes from. Yeah, you see, you're right. You're so right. You're so right. She's so angry. <laughs> so yeah, that's that was another band um that I've seen a lot of people hate on and however many years now going from being so hard to sounding so pop, apparently. You know. Yeah. 
it's definitely like a bit of a change for them, but I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. So like, you're... it's, I don't think it deserves some of the stuff people were saying about it for sure. Yeah. It's, um, it's music is subjective, right? And yeah. we get used to one thing and then anytime we hear something new, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to accept sometimes, but, um, it's, it's just out and out wrong. <laughs> yeah like this isn't right that's not how you're supposed what? to sound i've so. written your album for you i sent it to you why have you not put this out <laughs> i put on my list of requests sound exactly like all the other shit you've done oh yeah yep oh man well um guys this has been fun i uh i hope you enjoyed yourselves um so, yeah, so, playing, great. Thank you so it, you're welcome so playing with fire obviously available everywhere right now we want people to uh listen to that as much as possible watch the music video on youtube um anything else you want to touch on before we close out uh yeah thank you so much to everyone who's listened uh to the new single and everybody supported us for the past three years and um helped us basically get through the whole of this uh, lockdown and covid situation anyone who's bought merch turn up to a show um just we just want to say thank you uh you helped us and allowed us to do this and uh it means the world to us we really really appreciate it thank you awesome how about joe and and uh kate you guys want to add anything listen to playing with fire i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah anything angry kate that you need to No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> she's so angry. She's, she's probably she's probably <laughs> angry at me. Angry at me for saying that she's angry. That's where the the anger comes in. Uh, no, I'm I'm just I'm just kidding. I I apologize. Um, you seem like the the exact opposite of angry. You seem so cool. So and so kind. So, um, try but, touring with it. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is is she an? Is she really mean on tour? Dad, are you mean? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, they'll probably disagree. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say. The next headline, once this podcast comes out, <laughs> Slacker breaks up on Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. <laughs> host host Jacques, Jacques Lamour causes rift between the members. <laughs> That was uh, that was quite fun. Thank you uh, to Scotty, Kate, and Joe of Slacker. 
for talking with us on the podcast today. Their new single, Playing With Fire, is available now on all streaming platforms, as well as the music video that is up on YouTube. If you want to follow the band on social media, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Slacker. And Slacker, by the way, I, I forgot to tell you, Slacker is spelt with two R's at the end, and there is no E. So it's S-L-A-C-K-R-R. So follow them on Facebook, at Slacker, and then you'll find them on Twitter and on Instagram, at Slacker underscore. And two R's, no E at the end, just to give you a heads up about that now um this episode once again has been brought to you by the dave gomez benefit comp go to dave gomez benefit to download your copy or to buy a uh, physical cd it is available now as of march 19th so go download that sucker and support dave gomez a chicago pop punk scene veteran who is currently battling cancer we all love you dave and there's some amazing covers on this album including how rude featuring drew neely doing their version of goldfinger's mabel sunday that was yesterday the girl i knew from 1990 her eyes are hazel her name is mabel i kissed her short that song is it's only two minutes and 24 seconds but you know i got a soft spot for goldfinger so how could i not play the song and i also have a soft spot for for drew neely he's he's been a friend uh from the chicago scene forever now so drew 
I think uh, you and uh, Gary Weissman and whoever else from How Rude was involved knocked this one out of the park. So um, that is part of the Dave Gomez benefit compilation. Go download it now at davegomezbenefitcomp.bandcamp.com. All proceeds, once again, going to Dave Gomez and his battle against cancer. And if your band, business, or event is interested in sponsoring an episode of the podcast, you can go to poppunkpizzapod.com forward slash sponsor for all the details. Well, that wraps up this episode. I'm Jacques Lamour. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to do this with you each and uh, every week. If uh, you want to support the podcast even further, Please subscribe, follow wherever it is that you get your podcasts on your favorite podcast app and drop a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does go a long way. Of course, you can also catch up on previous episodes at poppunkpizzapod.com. We also have merch available there. You can sign up for our mailing list. You can find out how your band could possibly get on the podcast or get your music played on the podcast. All that fun stuff at poppunkpizzapod.com. Now, our, our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, also at poppunkpizzapod. And the next time we get together is going to be here in just a couple of days. This Thursday, March 25th, we will be talking to Radham from a band called What Makes Sense out of New York. And I had the pleasure of being, uh, the band actually has their own podcast. It's called uh, The Nonsense Podcast. And uh, Aaron and Radham from the band What Makes Sense host this podcast. And they have different members from the pop punk scene on the podcast. And and, uh, they were kind enough to have me as a guest one time. So I'm uh, happy to return the favor because their song Groundhog Day is simply amazing. So uh, before Thursday, you should definitely check out the song Groundhog Day by What Makes Sense if you haven't already. But that is the uh, next episode coming your way. And also, I do have a big announcement coming up this Friday, March 26th. So make sure you uh, sign up for our mailing list or follow us on social media at poppunkpizzapod.com so you don't miss out on uh, this important announcement that pertains to the podcast, all right? Have a wonderful couple days and uh, take good care of yourself, all right? If you ever need something, please feel free to reach out if you ever just need someone to talk to and uh, vent about anything. I'm, I'm always here for you. It's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza